everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the Shadow Realm that wish to listen to our podcast. As promised, here is that original episode that you all have been waiting on for the past several weeks, featuring myself and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness herself. And But as you can see, it's kind of shorter than usual, mainly because due to technical reasons, uh, which you could either blame a combination or all of the following... Microsoft pushing uh, OS updates, uh, Zoom pushing updates or just being crappy that day, or the fact that either mine or Sasha's internet wanted to be crappy because it was raining that day severely. So either way, you could blame one of those or all of them if you so wish. But uh, the reason why I say that is because there was at least twice during this episode, I, in which I cut, will cut down some of the bits and pieces and the annoying bits of me trying to ramble um, to keep the live going, so forth and so on, at least on my end, until everything kind of connected back and forth between me and Sasha in regards to the internet. But we talked about going to the Harrisburg Pop and Comic Con that was a few weeks ago. We talked about uh, a couple of things happening in the con sphere and maybe one or two other things. So stick with us, uh, not to mention after this recording, because there's a couple of things that might not really be full podcast worthy, but a couple of additions to everything that we want to talk to, but may not be fully uh, a conversation between me and Sasha that I at least want to talk touch on at the end of the show so stick around for that so nothing more to say but hey george please cue the music we'll be right back with more of the long coat mafia podcast shock and terror with sasha the princess of darkness and chris the martinsburg madman in sasha after dark the podcast of darkness Reboot. And so all you spooks and ghouls that want to join in on the conversation, we're recording to the cloud. Um, but yeah, we just touched on um, Dude Fest a little bit, which is the revival of the Big Lebowski. Um, and we're talking a little bit about like the sequel, I guess, that kind of came out. Um, Chris's camera kind of looks like crapped out on us. Oh, there it is. No, just that, yeah. Everything just wanted to, you know, hey, Sasha's recording now. No, we're not going to record, you know. The mafia person doesn't want his video taken. So. <laughs> no, but, pictures, um, no pictures. No pictures. No pictures. No pictures. It's kind of like fan- the, the event that I was at the other weekend with um, Willow and Al, um, because they had like Sounds of Pride over at Gearhouse, which is like a brew pub. And I went just to see what the people that took 
show Pride or doing with Pride, just out of idle curiosity. And it was a good event. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm kind of glad that they trimmed some of the excess fat from our local, you know, Pride, the people who took it over. It looks like it's now in decent hands. But they kept trying to get pictures of me because I'm dealing with a farmer's tan. I don't know if the, the camera's picking it up at the moment. There, you can see a little bit, like, right yeah. there. But um, I had on a dress. I, I didn't think because it didn't have, like, sleeves. So I wore long opera gloves with it because Al wanted me to wear one of those, like, really clingy dresses. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll just throw on opera gloves and go. And, uh, yeah, I was getting bugged for photographs and everything else all night long. And I'm like, no pictures. No pictures. I am here in a non-official capacity. I have nothing to do with this other than I'm here to drink beer and listen to music and dance with my boyfriend. And I'm good. You know? Yeah. Um, like I was about to ask, like, did you hear about the fan theory that I don't think there's any evidence that connects it, but people are trying to make the connection between the two movies. Um, uh, Con Air and Big Lebowski. Well, Con Air and Jurassic Park are already linked, so. Wait a minute. How is? Let me tell mine, and I'll, I want to hear how Con Air and Jurassic Park are linked. But A lot of the cargo that I... boxes that appear in the plane say engine. Engine, and it has the actual logo for Engine, International Genetics, is the company that creates Jurassic Park. So outside the name, so it takes place in the same universe, but not really connecting the two. It's 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 hard to say. It's just it's just very odd because it came out before the Lost World came out, and the Lost World pretty much kind of made it clear that Engine still existed, but it was kind of frayed and fractured, and they really weren't doing anything. Um, but, uh, but it's interesting. It's it, it's complex. But I remember when Con Air came out. But the the Con Air Big Lebowski connection is uh, what's his name? He he he's in everything. He's like the he's he was, he was the person that mean is like, hey, fellow students, you know, um, he played the serial Steve killer. Shimmer. Yeah, Steve. Be, they say because his character escaped in Con Air and kind of was presumed dead. He went into hiding, had a brand new name, and he just hooked up with the group in Big Lebowski under this whole new name. That's why he's and he's still being the serial killer because he has different bowling shirts on as you know, he's still doing what he's doing, but he's the he's wearing the trophies from his kills in a way. Hmm. So it, it's like I don't think it holds up. It's just that that might be his just that character in Big Lebowski, but either way, yeah, it's it's intriguing, like. But no, that I for whatever reason I want to say it's either was this week or next week. Both Alamo and um, Warehouse Cinemas have been showing uh, the Big Lebowski 
for like dude week or whatever reason is behind that. I don't know if there's some sort of special date. I think I've only ever seen the big, excuse me, big Lebowski like once. And it was really nothing for me to write home about. Same here. And when I said that at where I was working, um, I had one of my bosses tell me I was watching it wrong. Watching it wrong. Like, <laughs> these are my eyes, man. How am I supposed to be watching it? it upside down and <laughs> on weed? You know, like on half-baked for the guys that subscribe. Have you looked at a dollar bill on weed? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, I found out something recently. Oh boy, what's no? This is a fun little tip. Tip, did you know? Uh, watch every fanboy out there is going or fangirl is going to go. Yes, I already know this, but did you know you can play your Xbox with a PS4 controller? Yeah, but it's no, a very roundabout too. way to make it happen. Uh, it's not really that roundabout. You need a tablet or a tablet or a smartphone. The Xbox app, and you're able to connect this to your dev- um, tablet and just stream it. And but use it that way, have a little bit of a lag too, because you can even no lag. Use that. The there it's is, yeah, it's your internet, and as long as you're watching it on your your TV, not the device, there is no lag, because the lag comes from looking from like your tablet to the TV. Uh, But the only issue, the two issues that I had was, again, it could be the connection. It could be the the devices trying to handle the connection. Um, The connection kept dropping every so often. That's number one. Number two, out of the six games, granted, those listening at home out of the six games that i tried or eight games that i tried um three did not work one was an xbox 360 game that i i just want to you know it's just hey i want to see how far i can take this the 360 game didn't work now, did you uh, find because, out about that because of uh, Starfield and its recent mods that they had? No. Yeah, Starfield players, because there's been a lot of PlayStation fanboys who have basically gone out and bought an Xbox, because right now you can only play Starfield on Xbox or PC, because, you know, Bethesda's kind of now exclusive. And, uh, yeah, a lot of PlayStation fanboys have secretly went out and bought Xboxes. But the troll people, modders have now modded in, like, the PlayStation logo when you fire it up. And all the button props have been changed to X, triangle, square, and everything else, and even the menus. So that way you can pretend like you're playing it on a PlayStation. <laughs> I saw that. In I'll, I'll, get into, I'll get into that in a sec. The like I said it was the only reason why I couldn't play the 360 game is because I had to when you stream the Xbox to a like a tablet which which is what I was using that's the limitation there's no you can't play backwards compatibility games through that string on the device uh, 
the other two was Halo Master Chief Collection didn't want to you could stream it to a device but I guess this the PS4 controller was not really compatible and the other game that didn't work was I think it was Borderlands 2 or the Game of the Year edition didn't want to work with the controller. I think it was the Game of the Year edition. I don't know why Borderlands the Game of the Year edition is on the PS4, but either way, it's to, for those of you like Sasha that you know would rather use a PlayStation 4 controller, you are able to do that if you could get everything to work nice and smoothly. Um, as per, you know, all the PS4 haters like, oh, you know, you got to figure a lot of the folks that whine and bitch about like Starfield that are, you know, like yourself, I don't want to say you in particular, but that are wanting that Xbox has this exclusive. They're also the first folks that want to point, laugh and gloat that, hey, PS4 has exclusive, but the Xbox does not. You know, when the Xbox does have an exclusive, they want to grumble, how come we don't have it? You know what? <laughs> Sit well, down and shut up. It says that, like, Starfield and other future titles, yes, they will launch on Xbox first, but they have found that being solely exclusive to one console is not beneficial. And even Xbox right. agrees on that. Because, like, look at the whole Call of Duty series. Can you imagine how many fans would be pissed if now, out of all times, like, you know, the publisher of Call of Duty said, nah, we're going to be this console exclusive, period. Oh, God. All the hillbilly rampages, I would love to see those rants. That would be great. And the thing is, where it comes down to is... A lot of its nuances, and we talked about it on the show, is when it comes to the PS4 aspects or the Sony aspect, is I and Sony themselves, the the PlayStation folks behind PlayStation, are the ones like, yeah, uh, Sony, uh, Microsoft has all this money to toss at the Xbox, and they're going to have all this, this, that, and another thing, and what, and you have all the fans saying, yeah, they're. But Sony fans saying, yeah, they're right. Look at them. But on the Xbox side, and those like you and me that might have both systems that have three brain cells to rub together, say, yeah, that's true. But Sony is tossing money at the AAA companies to get, to prevent Xbox from doing a lot of shit too. That's why on Sony side of things, you see, okay, this is like, uh, it could be GTA 5, it could be uh, Borderlands, it could be this game, this game, or Call of Duty, or something along those lines that is their game, free game of the month, and you never see that on the Xbox side, because Sony said, hey, we're going to give you, yeah, I'm going to lowball it, $5 million to put it on our our, uh, game of the month, for free for our members, but if you so dare, uh, dare put this out on for Xbox Game of the Month, which is has ended for on Xbox, you can't do that. 
and you do it's like a non-compete clause and that's why you had a lot of xbox fans saying hey why aren't we getting you know, like borderlands or why aren't we getting all, any triple a title that is cross-platform as the free game of the month for gold it's because sony was just tossing money at these triple a titles saying uh companies saying you know you you're going to keep that as an exclusive it was their way of getting that edge so it's yeah. it's sad and stupid and when it comes and you're right microsoft and bethesda and all that agree it's like yeah what's the point of exclusives we want everybody that be happy and to you know enjoy all the games and have everybody whether it be on the pc or on a console because if you don't have a friend or if you don't have the money to build your own computer a console is the way the perfect way to go and that's where one of the reasons why i started it i won't say that it's because when i started console gaming i was mac uh apple mac user and the, at that time games on triple games on a mac was either few and far between or not at all so right. might as well pick up a Nintendo, might as well pick up a PlayStation, might as well pick up a net when it came out in the late nineties, early two Ks, might as well pick up an OG Xbox, because that's the only way you're going to be able to gain actually gain and enjoy everything and not deal with the hassle, not deal with everything else. And now you have pretty much what's on a PC is now on a console for the most part. Granted, you'll have that few uh, minute little games, and there's that whole Unity fiasco that's going on. Have you heard about that? No. Uh... Um, you're are you familiar with the uh, uh, what's the game? Uh, uh Quake Engine. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Quake. Uh, yeah, you know how Quake is it? The you have that Quake engine, I think yeah, it's the called, Unreal. but you know what I'm talking. The Unreal yeah. engine. Um Unity has their own engine. I'm I'm not sure what the company, but it's Unit it's I think it's called the Unity engine. Folks at home that are watching this, uh, uh put down the if Unity is just the engine or the company, put down the in the comments. Um uh, but they decided to be a little scummy. Where the Unreal Engine, if you create a game and I create a game, it goes on the platforms and somebody downloads it. Yeah, we have to give, I think Microsoft owns right now Unreal Engine. We have to give Microsoft like an overall cut for renting that engine. Union Unity has come out and said, every install you have to, that somebody puts it on their system, you have to give us money. <laughs> and so if you, hey, I don't have room on my Xbox or I don't have my uh, room on my PlayStation, I'm going to delete it. And when I come back to it, you know, I'll reinstall it. And what Unity has in their engine is a little bit of code that sees and keeps track of that, sends that information back to their company and then 
what happens is Unity knocks on that developer's door and says, we want another uh, like five bucks because this person installed it, uh, reinstalled it on their computer or on their console. So give us money. And with a lot of smaller developers using the Unity engine because it's either free or very cheap, it could bankrupt their company. And mm-hmm. Unity is saying, no, 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 that, that's not the case. But when you look into it, it's it kind of makes it seem like that's what it is. And it could literally bankrupt the company. So either who. But you Remember, say you, you got a game topics for us today. Yeah, we have a mess of to- topics. All right, cool beans. So you want to get started? So yeah, we get started. I gotta put on this, and guess what, folks? Ah, that would have been nasty if we, the liquid got out all over my electronics. I would have been pissed. <laughs> and folks, you guys might notice that I'm not wearing these bulky pieces of shit or right now so this will come on and off very easy he says you got his ear pieces <laughs> and if you had a dirty mind with regards to it coming on and off congratulations you here, on the... chris takes it off <laughs> my only fan is he family. is he wearing a bikini today yeah yeah if you want to see that you got to donate to our uh, tip my only fans are spamming keep the clothes on keep the clothes on here's <laughs> my fucks <laughs> oh, my poor OnlyFans are starving for content. I've had to get it out and been like, "Hey, get it out, you know, get, get it out, Sasha." <laughs> no, get it out. And I had to uh, basically be like, "Hey, you have pictures, and we've taken some pictures, and I need pictures, <laughs> content, please." Not, not. There we go. Okay. You got your thing pulled up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Yep, there we go. Let me... Here we go. Set the display for at least longer than two minutes, so that way if we get through things... Put the mask back on. Put the mask back on. I think we have to discuss pop puppets sometimes. (laughs) Oh, that... that. We are talking about Harrisburg. We'll talk about, you know... That will come into... uh... Our adventures therein. Blood splattered adventures involving pup cups. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't call, told um, poor George that he's the new pup cup now because he has to eat soft food. So, <laughs> well, he had posted yeah. something. Oh yeah, it was his birthday, and I make I make posts smart ass like don't forget your pup cup. <laughs> All right, oh, by the way, hey Daniel, I see Daniel's Daniel. one of the regular people who who donate. Uh, one of the only fans, so just saying howdy. We're acknowledging your existence, Daniel. Ready when you are. He used to make films up here, and now he lives um, down south a little bit. He runs his own podcast, too, so. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Are you getting done playing with your hair there? <laughs> Did you lose your ears? Yep. Just the girls. Uh-huh. Straighten out my back. <laughs> Put on the lipstick. I already did. And this lighting is super bright today. Put on the um, mascara. 
Oh God! No, no, you don't rub that in. That's a little <laughs> stick, and you gotta sit there and go while you do it. Put on the cum catchers, more or less. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, lums are on board. What play thing do you have to? Ah, shit! Let me do it again. <laughs> Hit two. Action. Action. Lums are on board. What plaything do you have to offer me today? Something from the SK system once again, madam. Unfortunately, or I should say fortunately, an exciting thing happened down in Florida to report to you today. Everything and happens that is... on that planet ER. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that ER. God damn ER. Damn ER. <laughs> They're Terrans. <laughs> Especially the ones from Floridia. <laughs> and folks, if you want to know how to spell Florida, it is P H W R R I D A. So it's the same stuff you get in your toothpaste <laughs> and your water. <laughs> how do you piss off a third of the state? Don't know. Uh, but either way. Uh, the Florida man story of the week is uh, a Florida man was arrested trying to go across the Atlantic in a human-powered hamster wheel. <laughs> I am not making this shit up. When but I initially was he saw arrested, what crime did he commit? Apparently, <laughs> he tried this shit before. <laughs> Okay. Um, basically, uh, during a, they say it's on a three-day standoff. Let's see. Uh, I got honestly, I got more details from Philip DeFranklin than I did this shit. But uh, this article is not going to detail. Apparently, he did this before, or he. He tried, um, I think he was a Canadian resident that he initially Austin, crossed he was a transplant. He was a transplant. And he initially, if I remember what Philip DeFranco said, uh, initially he did something. He tried this before back in the, or he tried something similar before the judge let him off if because it was like 2002 and the judge let him off because he promised I'll something along the lines like, yeah, I'll do a uh, cross country hike to raise money for nine 11 victims. And they, he, the judge was like, as long as you do that, I'll let you off. But he did this. Uh, I guess he did it again a few years ago, according to what Philip DeFranco said, uh, but uh, in this article from NBC News, uh, he he was caught seventy miles. He made it seventy miles. Seventy. This is not like oh, he made it like five miles off the coast and was caught by Coast Guard. No, he made it seventy seventy mi seventy miles and off the coast of Georgia when officers found him. During a manifest, they call it manifested 
Is that really a word? Manifested, manifestly unsafe voyage while Hurricane <laughs> Franklin was headed towards the area. So if it wasn't for the hurricane, they would have just like, dude, go. <laughs> okay. But the Coast Guards, um, but uh, co- uh, the vessel, the Coast Guard said the vessel was afloat using wiring and buoys, and it was a three-day standoff. Uh, this is kind of what um, uh, Philip confirmed in regards to it using multiple articles and sources. He uh, threatened to unalive himself in the standoff because he didn't want to get caught. Uh, And it does say here, this is not the first time authorities have found this person trying to cross the ocean in a human powered vessel. Uh, It was 2014. They found him 75, 70 miles off of Florida in an inflatable bubble during an attempt to run around the Bermuda Triangle. Um, (laughs) So again, this is still not the first time he's tried this shit probably won't be the fucking last. So you wanted something interesting and, and that, that that's that's different. It's just you know, people have all kinds of weird crafts that they throw into the water all the time. I, mean, I it at least it explained to some degree that was because of the hurricane. But yeah, cuz even I was like why was he busted, you know? Because I really don't see anything illegal going out in the water in like a faux hamster bar in a faux ha- hamster ball to get across the water, you know. So I think like, I can do it, you know. You know what? Granted, it right now it might have been unsafe to do it due to the hurricane, but you know what? I'm one of those folks that grant hurricane I aside, happened on the first attempt. It just said uh, first attempt, you know, it was he was just. Running around the Bermuda Triangle on a hand, like a one of those big giant blow up glitter balls. Okay. That you, um, but apparently this is not the first time. But if you're just trying to, let's say, I want to go to see if I could hit the UK and I have this hamster wheel, you know what? You're going to die, but you know what? Let's see how far you get. I'm just wondering, you know, like, how do you navigate? How do you keep yourself, you know, stocked up on the appropriate amount of supplies and such a jury-rigged craft, you know? That's got to take some planning. Yeah, it it's not like it's a three hour, Well, it is a by plane, it's like two or three. It's only a few hours. But by... By boat, it's maybe a week's journey if you have the appropriate. You know, I know it takes uh, cargo ships from like uh, China to here take about a month to get here because they're so way down. They have to go through a a certain speed. That's why it takes so long. But I'm sure if you were on a actual yacht or cruise ship or something and you're going from the states to europe on said boat it'll probably take about a week or so yeah to do it but not to mention you it's not like oh we're going to go from florida to uh the bahamas or la to 
Alaska, you're talking going from like Georgia to uh, Spain, uh, Spain or the UK, where the waves are not going to be, you know, small waves. You're going to have that chance to hit that uh, 100-foot wave or that 50-foot wave. And that you being on a hamster wheel is not going to cut it. You actually need a boat that is going to cut it. But you wanted something weird and interesting for this segment, Sasha. So that's what... That, <laughs> that definitely was odd. Yes. Right. So right about here is a... Dramatic. Pause. Bum, bum, bum. And, and on with intro. the tour. <laughs> intro, Sasha. Intros. I know oh, it's been we're going to introduce yourself, though? You're supposed to introduce ourselves, Sasha. You should know this for all those new people. Oh, yeah. We get new people all the time. Oh, new (laughs) haters every day. Haterade. Welcome aboard, haters. We're not even in season two yet. (laughs) (laughs) We got our haters. Let's see. We got an intro. We got our dramatic pause. We got haters. We're all set. So. All right, so as always, I, of course, am Sasha Constantine Monroe, a.k.a. Sasha the Princess of Darkness. The chuckle fuck on camera with me is, of course, the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. Reverend Godfather of the Long Coke Mafia podcast. And I don't it. have a pup cup. I do have a, do have a W cup. <laughs> oh, we start there. <laughs> oh, geez. It's like it was we'll, way. We'll get into that story. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that in, in a moment, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, because it's been almost, I know this is majority of Sasha's show, um, and it's been three weeks. Ah, it's fifty fifty, buddy. So it, it, it's been I'll two weeks. That, if, I had sickness and tech issues, and it has been uh, a hell of a two weeks. Uh, it. Even though it's been two weeks, uh, on my end, it's if I waited for that approval, I still wouldn't have put up that second episode stemming from Harrisburg. Um, folks, on uh, we're going to touch on our experiences on what we should have done a few weeks ago, but tech issues, illness, and so forth and so on. And not to mention, you know, because both Sasha and I do have health issues. You do have places like Walmart that wants to be a bunch of freaking dicks and, you know, um, not to mention our, you know, medical insurance also has to be a bunch of, you know, whole ordeals in regards to getting meds and so forth that our health takes precedent and family takes precedent over everything else. So that's why we try to, uh, we'll, at least on my end, I put up like uh, lost media episodes and all that. But roughly about three weeks ago, we went to Harris, uh, the Harrisburg Pop and Comic Con in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, on my end, my goal, a special thanks to Sasha for and Al getting me there and back. Uh, my goal was when I went was try to see if I could get my usual brand of stuff. Uh, panels if i can uh standard videos of walkthrough uh table inter- interviews and you know spent vendor spotlight we'll say this uh 
did I have audio issues with some of the videos? Yes, uh, audio gremlins did attack uh, the audio and some of the uh, spotlights, especially with uh, Jason So. Uh, no, with no disrespect to him, he had had a what was a wonderful interview. It's just that the audio uh, gremlins attacked in full force with his uh, interview. It's posted up. You can watch it up on my YouTube channel. It's just that I switched chords to a shorter chord and apparently the audio gremlins did not like that and but still i had fun i got all the standard stuff uh shout out to everybody that let me do a panel uh record their panel and post it up uh the uh mental health forever uh panel as the their manager wished it to be called because of the sag strike going on uh, despite everybody else promoting who they were and what they were, it one of the contract uh, agreements I had with the manager with recording that panel was uh, everything had to go through her before I posted it. And I like, okay, here's the final product. It's not posted yet. Let me know if there's anything I have to do to, you know, edit stuff out. Please let me know if Either way, if it's good, I'll post it up. If not, tell me what I need to edit out. It's been two weeks, over two weeks. Heard nothing. And so I'm like, you know, it's up. It's there. Apparently, it's good. You know, I'm not sitting on this shit. I have content to put out. It's not like it's getting thousands upon thousands of uh, listens as it is. It's only made about 20, 30. Um, But it's, it's there. Um, got got myself a brand new backpack thanks to the ghost uh, the Ghostbusters group that was there because they used the metal frame to build their photon packs. So Alice frame. What you to uh, uh, what you going to do? Uh, it's like when they come for you, but still, uh, what you going to do with the, the packs that are not going to be used? They sold them on the cheap, and I was like, uh. And it was one of those fun conversations with them. It's like, how much for the packs? They went five dollars. It was like five dollars. We had I went one say less. Two shut up and take my money. <laughs> um, once the payment uh, was taken, it's like now you now say more. Go ahead, say more. And you just gave me that look like what? Like listen, I need a brand. Have you seen this pack? Um. One of the frames are pretty easy to pick up because you can get them for like yeah. 10, 15 bucks. I mean, yeah, they somewhere. did have a, a price jump when um, the Haslabs Ghostbusters Proton Pack came out because Hasbro was smart, actually made points where it can be attached to an actual Atlas frame. But um, yeah, Spear hasn't done that with their new pack, which sucks, but us moddy people will figure it out. But anyways, no, like, right. It was also, um, uh, and I say this: if there's uh, the folks from Four State, anybody who's set up from Four State, uh, or Four State and uh, Hagerstown or Hasburg watch this, uh, I say it with all great, great love and respect that uh, it was fun seeing the usual band of idiots um, at the event. Uh, you guys and gals know who you are. Um, and it was fun seeing a bunch of new folks at this event. Uh, 
not to mention I got to see a uh old friend that I I didn't expect to see him there. He wasn't set up. He was there with his sister. They just wanted him to get out like me, what what you and Al did to me. They was like, we're kidnapping you for the day. We're getting you out of, you know, Martin, the Martinsburg area. You need to have some fun. Come spend time with your sisters and some time with your nephew. We're taking you up to, you know, having some fun. So I didn't recognize him at first. He was he's the one that recognized me. He went, Madman, that you and went, wait a minute. I'm not going to use his real Joey. That you? It's like, yeah, it's me. It's like I haven't seen you in years. How you? We got caught up, and it was one of we were, we were having. I was having lunch on Sunday, having my overly expensive lunch at <laughs> at the convention center because uh, I needed to eat. I and I think uh, you, you're the one that's like, did you take your meds? I'm like, shit, <laughs> and I needed something to eat. But it, it was fun getting caught up. It was a pleasure experience. And it turns out we both kind of knew one of the folks, one of the cosplay gals. And I when I went down that aisle and saw him, you know, bumped in and he pretty much went, yeah, this is my friend, Madman. She was like, oh, it was nice, nice to meet you. I'm like, I had to rub it into him. It's like, how long have we both been at the, going to these events, Ghost? And she was like, uh, it was again no malice no it was all fun all folks this is why going to the small events is always fun it's always been that now Sasha you, Sasha hit very well tell us about your fun times at this event how much trouble did you get into actually yeah I kind of stayed out of trouble while at the con um because me and Al were just pretty much walking around um, just checking out stuff because, like, Al has shown up for a couple hours at, like, some of the cons I've been at or that I've worked at in, like, past years. Um, and this was, like, his first a full-on, a more than just a breeze-through con. I was like, hey, we're doing both days because Chris is with us. Chris wants to get content. I said, but we're just considering it, like, a date weekend, and I'm going to show you the con experience and let you look around and let you poke around and you know i said granted we'll we'll pal around with people that we know and talk with them for a little bit but it was a relatively just watching him go to a convention and just be blown away and absorbed by different things and he went to a couple of the panels as you know yeah um, and basically he enjoyed himself and that's basically what i wanted to have him see i'm like hey you know this to me is what a scouting event is to you and i don't want to clutter you with my experiences i want you to make your own so you can see what's here and have fun with it and that's what we did and he had an absolute blast um and of course obviously willow was there so we got to hang out with my kid a good bit because Willow was essentially there for tear down, you know, set up and tear down. And then if somebody needed help at a booth or needed to step away from a booth for a bit. Uh, but mostly it was just me, Al, Willow, just having a Monroe clan weekend and just taking in the sights, as I told people, was not there on any official capacity. 
Um, was able to run into a few people I haven't seen in ages, um, like Bone Break. Uh, if you're watching Bone Break, really, really proud of you that you finally got rid of your ex-wife scrap. It, it, it's been about six years. It's well overdue, and I'm glad that you made improvements to the house. I, I'm glad that you finally woke up and realized she's not coming back. It's not your fault. She's the one who screwed up. Change them locks and make the place yours. And they finally yeah. did that. And I'm was ecstatic for that. So it was mostly a calm weekend. With me, it's, it's more about let's get to the after party, let's get food, and let's just enjoy the con. So that for me, it yeah, it was getting content and all that. And it for me it was more so and this is why I thank you you and Al for mostly it's it was just more mental health because me not being able to get out of fucking Dodge a bulk bulk of the time, it gets me the fuck out of Dodge, out of out of town, see something, be someplace, even if it is Hager's fucking town for a day, it's getting out of Dodge with this two pit do two bit dirty burg of a town. And that's what it was. And just spending time with friends. Yeah, did I get content? Yeah, I got content. And being at that event with a lot of folks like Jason Sue, uh, George, and the usual band of idiots that know, again, said with love, uh, that know who I am and what I do, you know, saying, hey, you know what? What we're going to do is, you know, hey, Madman, we know what you do. I want to talk to you about this new project. Come on over. I'm like, hey, hey, free content. One at, one thing to add to the pile and put up on either on YouTube or on my end in regards to Podbean. So either way, it's it's there. And having a good time spent uh, like close to 30 minutes to an hour talking to Ken Hunt about details and, you know, artists putting details in their artwork and spent another 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes talking with another art artist about printers, you know. Uh, I don't mean like we're going, you know, going to a printer to print up work. I'm talking like Epson printers. Um, and, you know, just being, you know, it was just because you mentioned to me, it's like I have to print all my own work because if I went to Office Max or if I went to uh, because there's no local shops near me, Office Max yells at me that even though this is my own work, they're telling me that uh, it's a copyright issue. I they won't do it. So he had to buy his own printer and do it himself. I'm like, all right. As someone that, you know, plays D&D that has independent creators like yourself, they create independent D&D content and say, hey, yeah, this is a map you could print out if you want to actually print it out. Go to a printer and print it out. You can do so. You have my permission. What And that's in my... I, he agreed with me because even though I'm not him, he agreed with the points. Like, hey, if I bring this to Office Max, they could say, copyright infringement, we ain't printing shit. And I asked him, it's like, well, if I had the room to set up a printer, what do you recommend? Because you're the one that has to print your own. You need the best, a quality printer. And he said, I... And that's why we got talking about printers for 30 minutes and his work and all that. Was it recorded? No, it was just having a fun conversation and got a, yep. 
you know, you got to have that war aspect and, you know, fan aspect and just being part of the family and being, uh, him and Jason Sue were having a prank war during that whole event. So that was fun to see and being a part of because Jason Sue was pretty much like, Oh, take, cause I got something off of Jason and he was like, yeah, uh, even though I drew this, he, the guy that I'm having a prank war with inked it, go have, go over to him and have him sign it as well. And, uh, Tell him, uh, you know, give him the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, because I said so. You know, it was just just to annoy him. Tell him I told you so. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, you know, you have to have like, you know, what? I'm that big of an asshole. I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> so it's that fun. And seeing uh, Gabriel, who does a lot of great, overly detailed work, Um Maybe that might be the next piece that I put up behind me right now. It's Dave, uh, Dan Noakes that's behind me. I might dig out one of uh, Gabriel's work and put it in the roster next to me. But he always does very detailed work. Um, special thanks to him. I did end up buying something on from him on Sunday at a you know at a discount friend discount. Uh, it was a but. Because he's new man, it was mainly like, dude, I don't want to take this shit off me. Give me full price. I'll pay full price. I don't want to be that guy. He's like, dude, you're bringing people to my table right now, and you know, you know, you're you're promoting yeah, my work. You're doing that, so yeah, it's cool. Like, so he understood the reason, the reasoning behind me wanting that respect, you know, giving that respect, and so it was like, here's this new piece. Take it. It's yours. Just promise me you'll pick something up this weekend. And for uh, one of the pieces, I pick, picked up the second piece I was eyeing up. Wanted to pick up last time. I picked that up on the cheap from him and thanked him so much. And it, it was, again, it was fun seeing you know the Khan family and getting the hell out of fucking Dodge. I will say this. Do we want to go into the Pup Cup story? Uh, yeah, but a little little background first. Um, uh, because uh, we we had impromptu costumes because, you know, Al, Al wanted the con experience. So I was like, well, I, I've got a jumpsuit and a big heavy jacket. Of course, it's still summer and outrageously hot in Harrisburg. So he didn't wear the jacket over the jumpsuit, um, which would have completed the Jason Voorhees look. And me, I was like, I went as myself, but I've got all kinds of horror icon merchandise strapped to me. So I say to Will, because we keep a gallon or two in the back of Al's trunk, usually. Not real blood, but fake stage <laughs> blood. We need to specify that. So we get out one of the little little bottles I have, and me and Willow proceed to splat each other up. And I, I think that that uh, that Saturday we went a bit extreme because, I mean, I was, I was pretty bloody by about our third attempt going outside and coming back in. <laughs> And we were just having fun, throwing blood at each other. And I'm like, well, this is going to make going to wherever we go for the evening very interesting. I was much disappointed because, you know, first we go to the pizza place. They don't say zip to me being blood splattered at the pizza place. I'm like, awesome. Good pizza, by the way. 
Right. And then we decide, you know, because we get a hold of George and they talk about wanting to go to this place called the Brick House. And it's like, you know, love drafts isn't far. Why don't we go? No, we go to the Brick House. And it's like, we walk into the Brick House and it's like dead. And yeah, I think love, uh, love drafts is got the skeletons and all the real cool gothy stuff. And there's a punk and they band. Got the game. Yeah. Yeah. And gaming that, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. That a place like that is more. Um, granted, I'm not a big, yeah, Martinsburg madman. You work at a fucking bar, but um, that type of bar, the Brick House, is more my speed uh, for the most part. Uh, I think initially we were supposed to, or plans, you know, like most well laid plans, uh, never goes intended. Never goes intended because. If you follow the Captain Cold way of planning, yeah, uh, plans go to shit. Um, I think we initially had planned to go to a strip a club strip at one point. Uh, but, but the problem uh, was, Josue was like, no, I can't go because I'll, I'll spend way too much money. And it's like, what if we limit you? And it was like, you know, okay, let, let's go to this brick house place. And I thought it was funny because I'm like, we're not going to tell them that we're at Love Drafts. We're we're just gonna wait for them to message us and ask us where the hell we are. <laughs> and so, I'm like, we're at, we're at the party, we're at the after party, you know, with the cool people. <laughs> now, I will say this: uh, I didn't on my end. Uh, I'm not knocking Sasha, and and anyway, we're providing. I'm providing context in regards to this. Again, Brickhouse was more my speed and. At that point, uh, I got a nice IPA. I think it was one of their brands. It was like 8.5%. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful tasting beer. Then Sasha's like, yeah, we're going to go to, where was it that we went Love to drafts. after that? Love Drafts. Oh, now, no, no, no. You you, you, you mean the, the final bar? Are you talking final bar or the one after Brickhouse? The... We went the one with the we went to the one with the punk uh punk band in it. That was love drafts. The brick, that was love drafts. That's yeah, one I had. We, um, we stopped in at Brick House and yeah, we was, stopped in Brick House. It was dead. Then we went to love love drafts, love yep. drafts, and that's where I had the beer. They had the punk, you know, they had the like the uh, NES classics and the PlayStation classics on, at the bar, and they had the punk band, and that's where I started, you know, having. Uh, a drink at eight and a half percent and we were having fun we met up with george and jose and made fun way. kept making on his way he was our target for the night <laughs> oh yeah and after that what was that final bar that was stallions the uh game stallions? Bar. yep it, yeah it, it was a now Ladies and gentlemen, aliens of all shapes, sizes, and colors. I am not, even though I can be considered an ally, um, going to a gay bar, uh, I mean that (laughs) with the politest of terms and everything else, uh, is not just outside. You just went home with nobody. For Jose, uh, that's a different story, but uh, <laughs> we'll get into um, we'll get to me going to a gay bar is, thankfully, it was quiet there. And a it curiosity. Was just, 
It, yeah. it was a curiosity and way, I mean, not just outside my comfort zone. It was the equivalent of going so far out of my comfort zone. It was almost kicking and screaming. Um, thankfully, Sasha was there. George was there. And it was one of those instances, even me going to. Well, the reason we went. And this kind of circles back around to Pup Cup, but I had saw they were having a superhero night. I'm like, hey, it's it's not as bad as going to Stallions. The place usually isn't crowded. Drinks aren't badly priced. I mean, they're not cheap, but, but they're cheap for being in the inner city. And right. I was like, let's go. It's quiet. This place is getting kind of crowded. I, the first punk band was all right, but God only knows what the second one would have been like or the third one. So I'm like, oh, let's go while the getting's good. And um, yeah, I was like, well, let's go to Stallions. I'm like, because they're having a superhero night. And I'm already blood splattered. So what's walking across Terrorsburg going to do? And um, I'm like, well, let's go in there, have a good night, see what's up. And I noticed that it was also a pup night. Now, for people who are not familiar with the phrase of pup, these are people that are into bondage and they wear leather that makes them look like dogs. And they are into that whole BDM, BDSM thing. Um, and I thought it was funny because I was poking at George because he's a furry. I'm like, hey, pups, furries, come on, man, let's go. And uh, George was all about it. The host way at first was hesitant, but he was there to support his friends. <laughs> that, that, was the fun, that was the funny thing. It's just that, as most people would say, is that if you're going to, into someplace new, uh, my plan, initial plan, even though I was one drink into the night already, was my plan was this is someplace that I won. I... Even though I'd be welcoming, I good chance I might do something I'm not supposed to do. Thankfully, you know, like George is here, Sasha's here. If you know, if anything before shit gets too bad, I'm gonna have oh, yeah. at least two people, you know, tell me back off. You don't, you know, no apologize or if like later that night, you know. I had to use, the, you know, the restroom. I, was, I, you know, I said, Sasha, is there a protocol here? You know, uh, is what do I need to know? Um, that way I'm not making any faux pas. I'm not tr I'm tr trying to minimize my errors into this. And yeah, I believe so, I told you, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I was like, there's single stalls. Pick one, <laughs> lock the door, you'll be okay. Yeah. And just going that that in essence that was my mindset you know just if i have any questions you know i don't you know i'm sure sasha will be the first one or george will be the first one to let me know and you know tell me i'm doing something wrong or that's a bad idea especially when you're drinking uh but when we first walk in but my main plan was look like you have that level of confidence that most people will just ignore you. You look like you belong yep. there. And Jose, we're picking on him as it is. And he's making matters worse. By more we're picking on him, the more he has to defend himself, the more we're picking on him. And the the bouncer, doorman, 
you know, I'm there probably looking awkward as fuck, but the main target is not me. So it's way. And the doorman has to go. To, I'm like, part of me is like, okay, now I feel a little bit more comfortable because I'm not the target here. He is. <laughs> this five, you know, the five foot two Hispanic male <laughs> is the target in all this. And so that made the night. And, 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 and let me put perspective on that. We're not making fun of him because he's short. We're not making fun of him because he's, you know, his, his Hispanic. Black. We're 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 making fun of him because it's his way. And yeah, it, it, he, he's a friend. He's yeah. he's a good friend, and it sometimes he and just you have makes to consider it... the crowd that he's traveling with. I mean, right, George, he, gay, he Asian, furry. You got me the the pan trans woman with her boyfriend Alan, and you have, you know, Chris. <laughs> you know, and it's it's just and sometimes yeah, Jose Jose can uh, dish him out as well as he could take it. So he's part of the group, you know. He, he'd be the one, of the first people that would say, "Hey, you you're crossing the line. You're taking it too far." Um, but we were having a blast. And one of the things that was in my mind is Madman, Godfather, you're in a gay bar. Your chances of going if you're at a regular bar, you're that your odds are low that you are going to be flirted on or flirting with somebody are going to be low. You are in a gay bar. The <laughs> odds just went from low to under par but my part of this that part of my brain that was would think if i got hit on by a gay guy you know what take it you know it's like hey you know i don't swing that way but you know what take take the confidence boost but you know just roll with it you're having a good time we had a good time uh jose lost to al the our d our designated driver for the evening uh, <laughs> at pool. And I had to challenge, I'm like, me at that point, I was three, at least three sheets to the wind because I don't drink as often as you do. And therefore, yeah. my tolerance to alcohol is low. And I had to, you know, go after him and go, dude, I'm three sheets to the wind. You, good chance you could beat me at pool. And what's he do? He lo- loses to a guy probably even more drunk than he is because he had to try to flirt with some of the girls. In the car. <laughs> yes. There was a wedding party that came in of, of definitely hetero straight women. I guess they figured they were safe at the gay bar. And I'm like, nobody's safe at the gay bar. You know, nothing. You're going to be, hit- <laughs> You're gonna be hit on by somebody. Um, yeah, it's that, gonna happen. You know, it's just like if you're a bachelorette party going to a gay gay bar, good chance you're gonna be hit by one of the uh, folks there. It might not be. Yeah, you might get one of that folks like myself that's being like, "You're coming with us tonight. You're having a good time." And yeah, that odds are going to be like one in a hundred. But yep. good chance you're in a if you're in a gay bar and you're are straight, you're going to be. Flirted on, there's 
a higher odds that you're going to be flirted on by a member of the rainbow community. Is there anything wrong with that? No, but you there's a good coming from somebody from the cis community. It might be a little awkward. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you're not comfortable with it, yes, it's going to be a little awkward. But as long as you're having fun and you you're with friends that could minimize and control control the experience that everybody in luck is having fun. Yep. It helps. It helps minimize everything. Um, as I told told a lot of folks, I might not. I'd rather have the environment controlled, but not the people. I know that sounds a little bit narcissistic, narcissistic, but if you can control the environment in regards to being safe, being you know, making sure you if you're uncomfortable with a situation that you have an easy out, do that. But you cannot control people, meaning, exactly. you know, if somebody else is uncomfortable and you're with them and they start to feel uncomfortable in that area, if they're having a panic attack or, or whatever through their trauma, uh, yeah, listen to them. You know, you could only minimize it as much as possible. So that's why I say that you cannot control people, but you can control what you can control. So everybody's having a good time. Exactly. So, but... One, I think one of the things that when we first walked in, you said, um, even I think the guy at the door said, yeah, the pup section is upstairs. And I think that's when you tapped me. It's like, don't go upstairs. <laughs> like, you don't want to go upstairs. <laughs> and it was like, I think I even gave you that look like, I have questions. You like, don't answer. No, no, just no, no. And I had that look like I have even more questions and I'm curiosity about Sasha is telling me, no, I'm not going upstairs. <laughs> don't go yeah, upstairs. Trust me. So, some of those questions. Yeah. You, you like, don't you want do to want. You don't want answers to. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we, um, after what, maybe about an hour or two yeah. of being there, having a good time, uh, you, me, and Al leave. And George and Jose stayed for a little while longer. That's when you, you get a message on through Messenger on your phone. Guess who is up, upstairs in the pup area? <laughs> and it's a photo we of, Jose, of Jose between two pups, if you will. Yep. And we're we're not. I'm not being insulting. It, it was a photo of Josue sitting between these two two very big dudes. <laughs> two very and different I think, Let me just say this. Oh, they, did these folks do come down downstairs during the night? Yes, they did. One was in a very elaborate furry costume. And one was in a dog mask. And I was like... Oh, thank God I did not go upstairs. <laughs> yep. Because I would have I would have probably set one just... uh, I was like, I would probably would have set one step foot up on that third level and just turned around and just went, nope, done. Sasha. <laughs> no. But <laughs> um again, it was Jose that was up there and my thought was like, I think you got you and Al thought of it first was like, yeah. Jose is going to hear about it tomorrow. 
And oh, and he did. That's, oh, he did. And that's the whole aspect of where a pup cup comes in. <laughs> yep. Because I, my first immediate text to him was like, hey, we're coming back to con. Do you need anything? There's Starbucks all the way. We can stop and get you a pup cup. And that kind of became the running gag. And the whole night, like, while we were there, like, you know, he's just being overly loud that, yes, you know, I'm, I'm here supporting my friends. I'm I'm loudly and proudly hetero. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to like, stop. Like, that, on something like that, it's like you keep on the down low, but if somebody... Like, if somebody came up and flirted with me, I would be like, yeah, uh, sorry to burst your bubble. I, I'm sis, but thanks for the compliment, you know? You know, you just keep it on the down low. You know, you have a good time. But, it, yeah, he was being a little, a little, he wasn't being insulting, but he was just being a little loud. And, yeah, he doth protest too much. Too much. But we had fun. We, I behaved. You and George, you, Al, and George behaved. We had a bunch of laughs, and uh, you and Al the next day were at the uh, car still getting suited up and ready. I was on my way in, and uh, our home base for the show was George's booth, in which Jose was there uh, at the booth, and he's the first person I I saw, and I. First thing I said was, hey, George, how's your head? How you holding up? And George was like, yeah, I'm doing fine. My head's fine. And I look at Jose and I'm like, uh, Jose, you need anything? How about a pup? I just look at Jose without missing a beat. Hey, pup cup, how's it going? <laughs> it was That's when it hit. Fuck you. <laughs> like, no, oh, keep that up. Keep that up. But good old George. Uh, like I said, you have to have fun. You have to have... I think we got... Didn't we get others involved in that shit, too? Yeah, but all in all, we had good time at that, but I want to wait until Sasha pops back on in regards to talking about the other aspect and get caught up with her. So even though it's still recording on Sasha's end, and let's see here, uh, and looks uh, like we're back to yeah. recording again. Yeah, we we're back. What was the last thing you heard? Um, well, I paused it as soon as you disappeared. We were talking about the pup cup, and then the morning, and then it just bonked out. Yeah, I saw you. It looked like you were looking down for a moment, and it was like when I realized you hadn't said yeah. anything, then you realized. You froze, and I was like, oh, dude. But at, just to uh, fill folks in, uh, yeah, I know Sasha looks like same thing before, but um, I was the first to walk in the building, said hi to George, you know, asked how he's, his head was, and uh, that's when I looked at Jose and went, hey, Pup Cup, how's it going? And I got the infamous fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how friends do things. If you can't yeah. insult your friends, you know, I and I'd more than likely oh, do I the do same thing to you. I'd do the same thing to you. I'd do the same thing to Al, you know, within reason. 
within reason. If you can't insult your friends, who can you insult? But overall, uh, I love their. This was their uh, Harrisburg. Overall, this was the Harrisburg's or say four states new location, uh, and it's huge. They have definitely have room to grow in this. So that was I hope something that Al picked up on. He's like, yeah, they they can definitely grow and expand here, and I'm like, yeah, obviously. Al wants they, us to get a table next year, and I'm like, it just depends. Yeah, it. You know, I think they they barely used half the facility that they were in. the The only downside um, that coming from a audio perspective, uh, I'm not knocking the location. They need it. It's wonderful. It's exactly what they need to grow and use. Just I don't like the aspect of not having that enclosed room for panels because it makes the audio quality shit when somebody's recording. You have when the panels are the panelists are speaking, you have announcements every five, what seems like every five minutes, and it takes away from the panel. It does. That to me, that's the only downside. And but all in all, it's a wonderful experience. And um just uh I think one of the bigger gripes that most people would have stemming from the event and that I've seen online is that they should have some bigger names. I know they've had bigger names in the past, but and I understand the the logistics and the the cost behind it. Um uh, Case in point, right? It, it's it's not just the cost. It's uh, you got to figure if you have bigger names, not only are you gonna have to start charging more at the door, but then the autograph stuff's gonna be more expensive, and you know that kind of becomes its whole one like own separate kettle of fish, so yeah. to speak, because. You know, you know how it is at conventions. You you've right, been to right. a few, and you've seen how people. I mean, like I was looking at a recent con somewhere else, and like people were bitching like that the actors were charging outrageous prices, and it was already like seventy dollars a day to get into this one convention, and here they are having to spend another hundred, two hundred dollars for signatures, and it's like that's what happens at conventions, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm bringing up a, um, uh, one convention site. Uh, Ooh. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that, that because I was going to bring up, uh, Ocala comic con. Yeah. Uh, shout out to like, folks in Ocala. Um, they've been doing, um, uh, or at least this particular comic con, they've been doing it. This is, their events going on to this weekend at or as of this recording, uh, they've been doing the con for, for ten years. This is their tenth anniversary. There, I don't know how big their facility is that they're right now is. I think I've been to the facility before uh, when I was yeah. living in Ocala, but they're. Their Sunday pass is $35. Their Saturday pass is $40. And their weekend pass is 60 
So it could uh, the price of admission, folks, is correlation with getting not just the guests, but the cost of renting the space and the whole nine yards. That's part of it. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it. This is what uh, Sasha was saying in regards to the cost of getting in. Yeah, you're spending. $35 in regards to getting in for day on Sunday. Do they have bigger guests? Yeah, they have uh, they have a guest. Uh, they had one person I was eyeing up. It's like, yeah, I met him before, but uh, let's see, let's see. But by no means is that to say that like, the, the, you know, the, their guests had big guests. Yeah, I'm not saying that they had. Um, they had, uh, Kala has, uh, their biggest name to me, their biggest name, two biggest name is uh, Keith David and Sam Whitworth. Um, Sam uh, Keith David, obvious. Uh, his his uh, career in voice acting and acting alone is off the chart. Uh, and we talked about Keith in a couple episodes ago. Um, not to mention, uh, Sam has done a majority of voice work he's known for his star wars stuff and he's yep. his main image and stuff he goes back to working for force and uh, star wars force and least uh yeah you have big names that's why you have part of the cost being 35 dollars and 40 dollars comparatively for saturday and sunday so yeah and they do have big you know creators in regards to uh, names I don't recognize, but I'm sure that they are big creators and they have cosplay guests. Like, because one of the things that you hear about Four State and Harrisburg, oh, they have all these cosplay guest stars. Every con has big cosplay co uh, guest stars, and everybody's going to yeah, and use cosplay is huge right now. Like, and companies they're going to have so cosplay. And they're going to have the local cosplayers uh, that most people know. And uh, like they have uh, Ghost Muffin, Lanely Cat, and uh, Intravenous. They're, uh, I'm mispronouncing her name, so I apologize for that. But still, you had people that are part of the Four State family going back to when Four State started as a pop culture show. So, um, yeah, you're going to have... A bunch of these they're not gonna uh good is lane cat gonna be a guest at florida uh at ocala comic con no no one's not gonna know who she is down there so i'm not exactly. saying she's not you know but no one's gonna know and the same thing is like yeah it's like as much as i want to see someone as uh, uh i think she goes by that Rachel R A Y C C H E L or something like that. Um, she's yeah, she's a big cosplayer, but no one in four states in the, this area is going to know who she is. It, but if she does show up, it's going to be at like Baltimore, or it's going to be at New York, or it's going to be uh, like a Philly show or Chicago show where there's going to be more people that know who she is, but. Either way, um, I'm, is it okay to use uh, 
that as a little bit of a segue, Harrisburg as a segue. Into? Uh, kind of the next topic. Uh, and that is the aspect that I mentioned to you as a minor topic that I told you. Okay. In our, um, and that is, I told you in regards to what to talk about today, um, the minor topic is that if I went to an event, I would have been tossed out if I went. Okay. Uh, um, All right. Oh, Gen um, Con. Not Gen Con. That's one of the other. We'll lead into that. That's a bigger story. Um, the smaller story is uh, in regards to going to a show. Uh, there's a smaller show that happened in the Philadelphia area um, called RetroCon. It's just for nostalgia, like they had uh, uh, folks from Dukes of Hazard. you know, just smaller, lesser-known folks, you know, that sort of thing. And a buddy of mine went to... Some of our know, friends would have been there. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're getting into that. Um, and uh, pretty much one of his friends uh quote unquote kidnapped him uh pretty much they what they did to him is what you did to you and Al did to me it's like you've been you know in the house you know far too long we got to get you out we're ta- we're kidnapping you we're taking you to uh retrocon to have a good time consider it a birthday present and he had a good time he met a few folks you know had had a blast and i was looking at the guest list and one of the folks there that was registered as a guest is a, to put it politely, a horror host whose partner referred to my show as a manifesto for a school shooter. And when I saw yeah, that, I, I was like, got kicked out because she's, she's meaningless. In comparison to him, like this shit didn't even phase him because I hate to say it. I'm, I'm saying slot, it, it wouldn't. I, I was told my thought. Uh, my, granted, you're granted. You're right. It wouldn't. Have, uh, you know, he it wouldn't have been heard, heard. But my thought process was, oh, if you want my partner to show up next year, or if you want my partner ever to show up or give good word to this, you know, yada yada yada, you're gonna toss this fucker out. And or have them banned. So I don't think that would have happened because she doesn't have that much sway. Because let's be honest, you see a certain cheerleader more often in pictures with him than you do their spouse. And that's all I got to say politely about that. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, there there would have been not be too polite. Maybe we need to use the word cuck. (laughs) <laughs> that if she was there yeah uh there would have been is- probably issues i'm like yeah i i doubt it now, i don't even think she remembers us i think she's been told to leave it alone because she knows that she's screwed up because we have way more evidence on certain things than what we should and that's why a lot of people have kind of politely backed off and i've started receiving emails and things of that nature from places again and i'm just like huh, that's interesting huh. guess y'all think i'm gonna be quiet about this 
<laughs> Not for long. <laughs> now, let's see. Well, yeah, what I it did. is? Now, in regards to segue from that minor thing and going to cons, let's talk about the drama, in a way, if I could follow up the main story that happened a bit ago. If not, I'll go with this article in regards to uh, the bigger story. But what happened at Gen Con, other than, let me say this, two things happened in Gen Con. One is a drama, actual drama, that kind of concerns me. I won't go into that here. I'll go into that when I finally get that Kickstarter project in. I'll do my own video for that, so stay tuned for that when it actually gets to me. Uh, but for the most part, the bigger story was two folks who that set up. Now, I thought it out. I, I don't know where the main story is, but what happened was at Gen Con this year, two folks, uh, two men. Now, they the article uses the word allegedly, uh, even though they, they were caught on camera doing it. What happened was they were caught, and I think they might have been charged with stealing. $300,000 worth of Magic the Gathering cards at this convention. Pretty much, uh, I guess, Magic uh, Wizards of the Coast had their own booth set up. But what happened was they were filmed. They were caught on camera. So either way, they were allegedly... They, they went up. There were pallets of these cards sitting out there. They grabbed the pallet jack, picked it up, escorted everything out. So, yeah, that's not... Let's find that story again so I can read, go into the article a little bit more to give you some details. Uh, it says, two men who, who allegedly stole 300... Allegedly, there was video. <laughs> Security video of them taking this, this stuff out. Uh, of Magic the Gathering cards from the from an Illinois retailer setting up at tabletop event uh, Gen Con was charged with felonies, felony felony uh, theft. Pretty much from what the article is saying is like the, these two folks had their own board game or their own card game tabletop game and their booth at this this event. And since this large, I guess this larger retailer was selling a whole mess of magic cards at this event as well, they decided to pick up the pallets and leave with it so they could sell the cards on the aftermarket. And you have to figure, uh, during this time, let me put it like this for context, because Gen Con happened at the start of August, and I think at the start of, um, during that time, the Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering set was just came out and the I think it's already been found but at the time they had made uh Wizards of the Coast made a one of one card for Magic the Gathering as per it being the one ring and the hunt and 
this card had a $2 million bounty on it. So therefore, that was probably the main reason why these two folks stole those two that those pallets so they had all these cards that they go through. But yeah, since uh, the, the court case is pending, uh, the article says uh, they haven't been found guilty yet, but it's uh, again that it says, yeah, security footage showed the two men moving the cards from the convention center through a hotel into the parking garage where they presumably loaded the boxes into a car. Security footage showed them the men leaving the garage with an empty cart. But uh, the other article uh, did show, say, and other rumors that I heard, I'll say rumors to be safe, saying that these two gentlemen, these two gentlemen had a booth there and trying to promote their own tabletop game. But since this hunt was going on, yeah, that could have been their motive. Not to mention, it's $300,000 worth of, you know, cards. cards. Yeah. Um, either, um, if you want to look at it, that's $300,000 in card packs that you don't know the value of, of the cards inside. So either way, they're walking out with minimum $300,000. And, you you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, or you play FAFO, and as they say, you fuck around, you find out. So these two guys fucked around and find out, and hey, that's what happened. So conventions, it, fun it's place, fun place, and um. The minor aspect of, to go into the minor drama in regards to concerning myself is the folks behind the Kickstarter that I'm still waiting on, by the way. Uh, it's been over or at least close to a month and they're still doing quality con controls. Yeah, quote unquote, quality control checks on the product. Uh, they supposedly went to promote this product at Gen Con and was selling this product at Gen Con. I'll put it like this. When Gen Con was going on, they were selling it. They were telling folks through their Kickstarter and Facebook groups, they were selling this item there to people. Meaning if you, Sasha, walked up to the booth and had the amount on hand, you could pick up this product. Mm. yet a month, two months later, or close to two months later, they were saying, no, 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 we weren't sell selling it to the average John or Jane Doe that walked up to us. We were selling it to people who had verified Kickstarter. Um, they were These were people who had pledges that came up to us that wanted to buy extra boxes that didn't have that didn't get a chance to do so. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, and everybody in the group is like, wait a minute. That's not what you said back when this event we have to kind of what paraphrase. It's not what you meant. And it's not what you said. You had to be a little bit more specific. And by the way, to kind of quote Sasha, we have the screenshots and the internet is forever. To kind of yep. uh, kind of paraphrase you, and yeah, and so so far the uh, they've been 
hush for the past few months, you know, past few weeks. So uh, I can't, the video I plan to make, or probably if I do the unboxing and the, the drama surrounding it, I'm planning on doing at least two videos, one. So it's not like three hours long. That way it's at least broken up. Like, hey, if you want to hear the drama and the story behind me getting this product, here it is. If you want to see me opening up and reacting to it, here it is. So, Gen Con, <laughs> a great proving ground. And I wish I got this product in, that product in when four state happened. I would have been happy. Like I said, I would have roped you in, opened up the product right then and done an unboxing right at that empty booth behind us. And I would have gotten Jose, Mr. Pup Cup himself, and George involved in it. Providing George yep. wasn't busy selling his wares. So, you know, it's like I don't want anybody to stop me. If they have a booth there, I do not want anybody to stop making money at a show. You know, if I'm roping them into doing a skit, doing, you know, uh, an interview or anything like that, sell your shit, sell your shit. It, you know, yeah, I want to get well, content for Like something that's for state, we can always grab Willow and be like, hey, can you man this guy's booth for a second? And that will solve the problem, like two. Yeah, but it's for the most part. I'd rather, you know, it's like, hey, if someone comes up to you and it's like, hey, I need an autograph. Yeah, I want something to, you know, to buy something. Yeah, uh, if Willow wants to help deal with the money, yeah, that's fine, no problem. But if it's an autograph, yeah, sell the autograph. You know, say hello. I don't want to, you know, that you to stop doing what you're doing and heck i could like if it's a fan did we freeze up again uh-oh we might not we might have had another crash all right it for some reason kicked us again so yeah. i think my internet's uh, acting up or the kids awake on the internet one of the two okay um and let's see um uh, the no, we if just mentioned Pup Cup and finished up with that yeah, we, Gen Con scenario. And the final thing, I, um, if you want, I'll save the uh, the local drama for my update on my, the audio side of things. Uh, local but, drama, we'll save the other thing for next time. That way you have time to maybe re-watch the one thing and then come up with additional thoughts. Uh, re-watch what? Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, the Rocky Horror. Uh, if I could, a good chance I could find it somewhere, but um, it's on Hulu. But uh, I'll rent Hulu for a month or something like that and cancel both versions, but, uh, even the TV but, one. But at least for now, uh, I'll keep both. We're yeah, we're kind of cutting things short right now uh, due to connection issues. Um, Sasha knows where to find me. Um, I'll, as stated, uh, folks at home, uh, I'll put some, because it's local stuff and things are still coming in, uh, and a lot of it is ongoing. So I'll just save it for, to kind of promote the audio section. I'll go into it a little bit. Um in regards to everything, so stay tuned for that on audio on my end. You can find Long Coat Mafia podcast on all platform platforms. Uh, if you wish to 
do comments uh, for it. You could either post a comment on any of the posts on my show's Facebook page, or if you watch this on Sasha's OnlyFans or YouTube channel, she'll pass the comments off to me. Uh, but if you want to leave comments or remarks, Podbean's the wet, best place to go regards to that because they offer comments on their app and website. Uh, I think uh, Good Pods is a one of the, these new podcatching apps that offers up comments and so forth and so on. Head there, subscribe, and follow us there. Uh, but I recommend, personally, I recommend Podbean because you could, at least the pod, free Podbean app, because you could go back into our all all our back catalog here, all the past episodes that we did this year with me and Sasha and go back to my show's beginning and see all the awkwardness. Uh, even though I did a retro episode in regards to the first episode Sasha was on, you could hear the intro music and the original episode that was on back then. So feel free to subscribe and listen there. Uh, we'd be more than happy to for you. Uh, to welcome you on the show we've been ha um, according to the numbers we've been having folks from all over the world a few new places uh so yep uh we're growing we're have stuff we're grow we're not so much growing but we're getting a few new places and we're seeing more at least on my end with pod being more of engagement and return listeners so that's always wonderful and i'm sure sasha's happy to hear that um yep granted uh, if i have because one of the, i'll say this um, if I could get a hold of, depending on how, I'm not going to knock the gentleman because he's part of the drama going on. Um, but if he wants to be on and talk about his side of the drama or he, his aspects, he's more than welcome to come up, you know, at least speak to me and I'll post that episode, uh, separately that way, even though me and Sasha, I'll say this. The person in question had it, uh, him and Sasha had were at odds or had drama between the two. It's just me being a neutral party. That way, things are remained at peace. So I'll say it like that. It's nothing against Sasha or anything like that. I don't even know um, who this person is. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you after we finish recording. You, you, you do. So, um, it's just, an, I just want to maintain peace and all that. So, um, but all in all, I think he might want on a bigger platform to get it out, but there is a lot of drama behind it, but I'll stay tuned. Stay tuned for the audio side, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you, you'll know where Sasha will put up the links. Um, yeah. Every time. Every time. Uh, not to mention, uh, Tip Sasha, tip me. Uh, Sasha put up at least the link tree link and by Dubby, by Dubby, uh, drink Dubby, consume Dubby, Dubby. Uh, mainly because it helps us to keep the lights on. It helps us, you know, go to events and enjoy ourselves. And and it's what plants crave. It was plants crave. Uh, and in some cases, it uh, actually allows us to cause. Controlled chaos within reason, meaning yes. like when we go to force state, we we are chaos incarnate, but we cause controlled chaos within reason. Exactly. Or if we go to I other events, we chaos bringer for a reason. It's said sometimes when I am the normal one in the group, 
<laughs> when I'm the logic and the reason in the group, there is something wrong. You're the straight man, no pun intended. I'm the straight man. <laughs> but the but quickly, if Sasha wants to go to it, we could say it's bonus content. Um no, we we'll, we'll save it for next time. We'll save something that way we have something for me next time and something from you next time. That way, uh Perfect. That way, if more comes out, there's more out there. So, either way, indeed. Oh, we'll see this. Well, uh, Sasha, I was no... say... go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, after no you, you. as you always say, uh, folks. Uh, let me just say this: I have, even though I don't have any, not doing it with video, even though I can with the uh, the camera that I have. That is definitely not a potato. Um, I have been streaming uh borderlands 3 on twitch i created a brand new account uh, actually the account was made for someone like sasha to at least get started up on the system so i've been using it as a fresh account to stream on twitch so folks like yourself if you want to watch me play borderlands 3 you'll see the achievements pop up that's why i'm playing it so you can see those achievements pop up see it even though I've played Borderlands 3 before several times throughout, you could see it in essence what would be, uh, or say you could see in essence what would be a virgin playthrough. Um, it's a way for you guys to help engage. I tend to, even though it's late night after probably D&D tonight, I will be roughly 9, 30, 10 o'clock, give or take. I'll be on Twitch um, most of the week playing borderlands or playing something else so if you want me to see uh play a different game or heck play starfield i will uninstall a few things and play star starfield on my show's account and give that a try or a playthrough even though that type of game does not really interest me but if you want to see me play something similar to let's say uh call of duty world war ii or um black uh the latest Black Ops game or whatever it was, I think it's a uh, Cold War. Then I'll play Cold twenty four seven Duke Town, and I'll play that. Or if you want to see me build a map in Halo Reach, I'll be more than happy to do uh, Master Chief Collection. I'll do that just for you guys to watch and relax to or listen to everything. But for now, I want to at least try to play through the Borderlands games as in what would be a new new player so if you want to join in if you want me to hook up the connect uh the camera i will say this i will hook up the camera but if you want to see me play with the bikini you gotta uh add funds to that tip jar because uh even though it's getting colder out i'm sure amazon will be able to happily sell, sell me a bikini top to do that or if i have to i will go into one of the local adult bookstores and buy a bikini top to wear for the show but you have to donate to the show and break our thousand dollar goal for that tip jar so Sasha. you have to have video you go to the adult bookstore there has to be video buying <laughs> that at the adult bookstore oh i, I will say oh, this that would, it, that would be a great reason for you to come down and film things go be walking into the adult bookstore and buy we're walking into the locked door to buy the Barnesburg madman's bikini 
And I will post it up onto YouTube. What if they've got like the little wind up like novelty toys? Because they used to have hopping penises, and those were fun to like take to the bar, like have like three or four, and then they just walk down the bar. And you know, uh, great no, way to I'll get a bartender's attention. Uh, uh, I don't have anything up on my OnlyFans. That would be the, probably the first OnlyFans video, so that way I could do things uncensored. <laughs> we're only on here to be uncensored. <laughs> Can't put any uh, adult content content on uh, YouTube, but. Exactly, my my only fans lately they're they're hungry and they're starving and I I, I that must feed the beast, uh and they will get fed and they will be fed well soon I promise. Go yell at yes, my boyfriend; I... he has pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, as I always say, you know that's the show. So uh, unpleasant screams until next slime takes care. And uh, remember, I'm a gamer, catch and I'm in. wearing a bikini. <laughs>
pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Lone Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times. So a lot could happen between then and this recording. So I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So just wanted to let you all know that now. All right. Gotcha. As more than likely stated, welcome back. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you could always leave them in the comment section in whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. Podbean is your best bet for that. Uh, probably good pods as well. But either way, uh, no real drama or updates to give in regards to what we talked about in this week's episode. But as promised in the uh, main part of, or say the start of this show this recording uh i said that i'd give you a little bit of drama that's been going around the first little bit of drama that happened that i know of at least some of the people that uh i roll with uh or one of the circles that i'm involved in so to speak sort of kinda or It's in my circle, but not really in my circle. Uh, It happened in the punk scene in, I think, the Frederick area. It happened about a week ago involving a band by the name of Cro-Mags and a kind of an independent, uh, depending on who you talk to, it's an ultra slow, or say, not slow, ultra small uh, zine that's out there called Destroy. And they describe themselves as, uh, or as their marketing is, or what small aspect of it is, is uh, Destroy, un- Counterculture Magazine. Now, um, what happened was, let me put it like this, I'm getting this from several different sources. Um, I'm not going to go into details uh, because it's a... He said, she said, or say, party A and party B have two different sides, but all in all, it boils down to um, what happened was uh, a fight broke out. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody on the side of in the band Chromags was maced. Um, somebody brought a a taser. Uh, a baton-sized taser to event, or in essence, a cattle prod, in a way, to this event. Uh, some people are saying that this uh, taser was illegal, uh, so forth and so on. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth on who started the fight and why the person got maced. Uh, some people are saying that destroy magazine flipped there. You know, it is like. Somebody flipped their, destroy flipped their own table. No, it was Chromax that flipped over the table. It, it there's a, somewhere in the center is the truth. Um, from what I've, I heard, even the FBI. Not only, not only is the local police department 
uh, investigating this and got involved in on this. I don't know if charges were placed on either party or what have you. So, And I've also heard the fact that it is possible the FBI is involved in on this. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of sort of following it because one of the folks I know personally was involved and he got implicated in on this saying by folks of this zine um i'm staying as far other than what you're hearing right now i'm staying out of this um or at least for now anyway some people are saying or at least the folks on the side of destroy magazine have come out and claimed uh quote unquote claimed alleged that uh this particular person uh Put a chokehold, uh, not so much a chokehold or a sleeper hold like you'd see in WWE, but uh, gripped that person's throat and left bruises on them uh, in regards to this, which uh, leading up to the event, it was well, in essence, well documented that everybody was like buddy buddy, but up until this fight broke out. Um, but in some cases, it looks like the reason why I destroy it, it looks like. Notice I said that looks like, uh, according to some, that it looks like Destroy is such a small zine, they're blowing thing, some things out of proportion in order to make themselves the bigger party, to get more clicks, more everything else. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, I If there is an investigation and or anything like that, um, the person that is closer, that it's on, who's on my uh, friends list, that was part of this event, it, he might be keeping thing a tight lip until everything is uh, settled and all that. Uh, but as soon as I know, maybe I'll discuss things further and relay things to all all of you. The other bit of drama is uh, I know somebody in the independent scene. I Earlier this year, late I should say late last year, earlier this year, I dropped uh, about $200 on their Indiegogo. Uh, I have nothing against this person at all, just that the drama involves him. Apparently, uh, he went on Facebook and he didn't name names uh, in regards to who it was, but they were claiming that they wanted, you know, front and center on the poster. They wanted, you know, even though this person had maybe about a five to ten minute uh, bit part or a cameo on in this uh, this movie uh, or I should say in this franchise of his that he is rebooting, um, and they want like predominant name their name on the the poster. They want. Uh, their photo on the poster, uh, the, all these demands, yet they're doing nothing to promote it. They were in it for five minutes. Um, it's The thing is, I, my first thought went to somebody uh, that is a, at best, a D-list celebrity and helps somebody in the horror host community that's really popular or a really big name in that that community but when I looked into the comment section uh, everybody in that comment section is using the him uh, 
I should say the he, him pronoun, uh, pronoun set. So it's not who I thought it was. Well, it could be, uh, but I do not want to uh, lay claims or insert names or accusations on that. Uh, but uh, my respects to this person to keep that person's name out of it. But I think if things actually came to head, we'd all know who it is. But uh, hopefully, eventually, uh, when it finally comes out, I'll I'll see the film, whether it's through uh, Voodoo, uh, Tubi, or whatever, and he'll answer questions then or uh, when things currently die down. But for now... Um, I'll leave it at that, and for right now, I am going to say the following. I'll see you guys, gals, kids, aliens of all ages. Wait, hold up. I almost forgot. Uh, I forgot to tell you. Yes, uh, due to a lot of the dead air, I did cut a lot of stuff out. Uh, it was just dead air or some of the, uh, aspects of where the tech issues were, once again, uh, the tech issues that me and Sasha had were trimmed down for time. Uh, and folks, some of the longer pauses I left in for all of you out there that wish to hunt for EVPs that have been occurring in our shows over the past couple of weeks. I didn't notice any in this episode, but if you all out there wish to scour our episode for those EVPs, you may do so and just let us know. In the comment section of whatever podca- podcasting platform allows you to do that, whether it be again Podbean, that's your best bet, uh, or Good Pods, or what have you, just that. If we don't respond, you could always email us at longcoatmafia at gmail.com or head on over to our Facebook page and let us know that way uh, in one of the posts. And we'll find out that way. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below as always. And don't forget, you can always support our show. Uh, if funds are tight, we understand uh, this list, you listening, you are supporting our show. And we thank you for that uh, as always. And if you like our show, uh, subscribe to us, uh, share our shows out. Uh, let folks know, help us out, uh, the whole nine yards. That helps us out just as much as helping us financially. And if you wish to choose to help us financially, the links to our tip jar are down in our uh, description as always. Uh, whether it's five, uh, $3, $2, $3, $5, or $50, it all helps. Uh, and if we hit some goals... We'll do something goofy on air for all of you right, to prove it. And if um, before I continue, if you do help financially and you're skeptical that we won't show receipts, I will show receipts as to what we spend it on, at least what I spend it on. The second way you could uh, help the show financially is buying from our sponsor, Dubby Energy. Uh, our our sponsor, uh, as uh, just head over to dubby.gg. Uh, link is in the description and use at checkout LCM podcast and there you go. You save 10% on your order and with today's aspects of everything being tight, every penny counts. So that discount will help you. So uh, 
What else? Uh, we also have a Patreon. Yes, I've been neglecting it. Hopefully, I'll get back to it. Uh, so just let us know. Sign up and just bug me on there uh, saying, Hey, uh, Reverend Godfather, Marchburg Madman, you got to you know, do your thing here on Patreon. It's only $3 a month. We want our, uh, our money's worth. And I'll get back into that. So that way you guys and gals and aliens out there could... Uh, uh, interact with me and thus the show and I'll relay things to Sasha and we could talk about them. So um, that being said, uh, that's it about it in regards to you helping us financially. Yes, our also our uh, a good friend of the shows and our the original one of the original members of the Long Coat Mafia podcast, Big Candy does have his shirt store still up, I believe so. Uh, but his link is in the description. Uh, help him out, buy a t-shirt. So, either way, um, that's it. Uh, see you all next week, next episode. I might give you guys a bonus episode later this week, if not at the start of the week. That way, I have some time to put everything together and edit things if need be. Uh, I'll be putting up the video aspects and clips on YouTube as soon as I can. It's been a weird week this week. So... Take care, everyone. I'm the Reverend Godfather, and I'm a gamer, and I'm wearing a bikini, and I want you all to prove it. Bye. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. 